Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Uh, National Football League Week 3. There's a lot of things. Our good friend Sam McGuavin in that Dolphins game had four sacks. How about that? Um, obviously a good friend of ours, Sam McGuavin. He only had four sacks career in three seasons in the CFL here. He had four in one game for the Miami Dolphins. So he's not just a special teams demon for the Dolphins. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. It's hour two of the RP Show on this Tuesday. We're live on the Game Plus TV network and also YouTube and Facebook live streaming and uh, 24-hour sports talk at Listen Live. RodPeterson.com. I can't wait to see my boy, Sam McGuava. Can't wait to see the Dolphins play this year live and see Sammy. Uh... This is the Hour 2 second half kickoff presented by Core Grain doing the right thing for your farm. It's interesting. I've seen some comments here from our viewers that are watching on Facebook, one of which is a Calgary Stampeders fan watching from Calgary who says there's an issue with the video. And uh, can I let the cat out of the bag? We're considering yes. moving away from Facebook Live entirely and going to YouTube as our streaming Spicy. service. Along with, of course, Game Plus Television, which is where our bread is buttered, let's be honest, for now. Uh, but yeah, we, we may not even have Facebook as an option moving forward. Yeah, so if you're considering trying YouTube, just try YouTube. Now would be the time. Yeah, get over there. Let's Chris, a, crystal clear, high definition. Yeah, it looks really good. The breaking news today comes from Not Sports. And everybody is, uh, if you're a Rolling Stones fan, Charlie Watts. Passing away at the age of 80. And of course, I got a Rolling Stones story, but it's nothing like you would think. It doesn't really involve me, Darren. But one night in Edmonton, we were out on the town, and there was a guy by the name of Bain Norrie. And uh, you people in Edmonton would probably know the name Bain Norrie. He's Eskimo's great defensive back back in okay. the day. And we're tipping him in the Rosen Crown. And uh, Bain says, I did I ever tell you guys about the night I was out with the Rolling Stones? I partied with the Rolling Stones. And I'm like, come on. What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. No, 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 I was. Charlie Watts was there. And for a million dollars, I couldn't have named any Rolling Stones besides Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. Keith Did you Richard. really party with the Rolling Stones if those two weren't there? Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like, I partied with those with the Rolling Stones. No, you didn't. No. Bane. No, you didn't. Um, it's like saying you partied with the Edmonton Oilers after they won the Cup and you were out with, like, the social media guy and like some of the staff. And it's like, like saying you were at an NBA game with Snoop Dogg in San Antonio. Because <laughs> he was in the like crowd. Like I did. Like you did, yeah. That's funny. I went to an NBA game. I did go to an NBA game with Snoop Dogg in San Antonio. He was sitting courtside and I was up in the nosebleeds on the other side of the stadium. But we were there at the same time. Yes. Paul Harlos is watching on Facebook and he says, just joined in. What was Rod talking about? YouTube? Uh, what we were talking about is we are considering, because Darren was talking with Analytic 
I'm not going to give away all that info, but they just said your numbers are growing so fast on YouTube. What, 50% a month? And it's just a better platform. Better quality, better platform that we may just scrap Facebook altogether and just stay on YouTube. So you're going to have to get a YouTube account. And then it's caused panic in the streets that we may not be on Facebook because Jeff the Stamps fan says, then I'd have to reveal my true identity. Hey, guess what, Jack Wagon? I do it every day, every damn day. You can do it to watch this show. Or take the 10 minutes and create another burner account on YouTube. I'm just saying, I get so mad when I'm dealing with people, trolls and haters, and they don't even have the sack to put their name on their account, and they're going to come at me, who sits there every single day in front of you and gives my opinions on things. And they don't, I'm not saying Jeff's one of them. He's good. He's, he's on our team. But I'm just saying. it's so they, And they will never get it, by the way, the irony in that. Right. So you, you learn to move on. Dylan in Halifax or in Nova Scotia. People can't handle change, Rod. Really? Breaking news. Can you put up the graphic? People can't handle change. Breaking news today. Garnet Elmer, watching in North Battleford, says Bain Nori goes back to the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, I knew it was going back a day or two. But my old broadcast partner, Carmen, I laughed about that for literally years after. I partied with the Rolling Stones. Well, not Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, but the rest of the band. Is that not hilarious? That is funny. That is funny. Because the guy is so proud as he's telling the story. Randy partied with the Rolling Stones. And like, <laughs> every time he tells oh, yeah. that, Jaws are on the floor. We, but not Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. And then everybody's just like, really? You yeah. got me excited just, for that? You know what? Make up a story yeah. about Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. How about then? just say I partied with the Rolling Stones, let everybody's Jaws hit the floor. <laughs> and and stop. then stop. Yeah, end the story. Like, uh, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Central Alberta. I've been watching on YouTube ever since Darren said it benefits you guys more. Ha! Here's one, Leighton. Leighton on YouTube. Come on down to YouTube! (laughs) Can we get Willie to record that for us? Come on down to YouTube. We got the smoke! Come on down to YouTube! Willie will film one. Can we get Darren Cameron on that, the Bomber PR guy? Willie will do it. Come on down to YouTube. So that's the end. That needs to get clipped, <laughs> looking at Nelson, and put on our Instagram story, and Willie needs to get tagged in that. Come on down to YouTube. That is amazing. Uh, from the 647, texter writing us on the Prairie Mobile text line, your authorized SaskTel Mobility dealer, headquartered in Winnipeg, from the 647, how long until we can start dissecting the Labor Day classics? Where's Randy Moss and Chris Carter when you need them? Come on, man. Look at the calendar. What do you think is the answer to that question? How about next week? Is it that hard? No. Why would we start talking about the Labor Day classics now? I just don't get people sometimes. From 
a lot of people do want to talk about the Canadian Football League. Brady in Saskatoon writing, I believe the CFL game of the week is Calgary versus Winnipeg. Will Jake Meyer continue his success from his first start against one of the top teams in the West? Two years ago, Andrew Luck decided to hang up his cleats. Brady, where do you get this information from? I find it fascinating. He is the local historian, which at the age of like 18, is he 19 yet? I don't He's good. think so. Sometimes He might be. Just when you want to strangle the little bugger, he comes out with some really interesting things like that. Two years ago, Andrew Luck? I would have thought it was last year. And Carson Wentz back at practice, by the way, on Monday. How about that? He's supposed to be out 12, 12 weeks. Modern medicine. Must be uh, the walnuts and the bananas. It works, man. Yeah. Google doctor. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace watching. Jen, she says, I may need some technical support going to YouTube. Uh, it's actually easier. And Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And the simplest thing to start is to go to rodpeterson.com. Watch it right there. Really? Yeah. The YouTube feed. Embedded every day, right at rodpeterson.com. So that's the easiest. If you, don't, that? if you don't have a YouTube account, go to rodpeterson.com and watch the show there. You can blow it up to full screen, put it on your TV, whatever you want. But uh, YouTube, is, it's available on your TVs. It's available on your, right. your tablets, your everything. It's, a, it's an easy... Or call your cable provider and ask for Game Plus TV. That too. How about that? How about that? John from Edmonton writes in... Elks quarterback Trevor Harris has not tested positive for COVID-19, contrary to reports from Three Down Nation. Why would they say that, Rod? Uh, bum info? It does happen from time to time. I don't know if you saw the apology that our boy Justin Dunk posted. That wouldn't have been easy for him to do for a guy that prides himself on information and his sources, right? And being, yeah, being accurate all the time. When he does make a mistake, he apologized for it. So that's good. Good for Justin. A little more from John. One more, okay? Mm -hmm. What do you think about the news from the WHL demanding everybody be fully vaccinated that works with the team or interacts with the team? Do you think fans will have to be fully vaccinated to attend games like the OHL announced over the weekend? Yeah. Get vaccinated and live a normal life. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. From Ryan on YouTube. Hey, Rod, who is your storybook ending pick to score the Kraken's first goal in franchise history? Too easy. Jordan Eberle. It's 11-11. Eberle has to score it now. Ding. Can you write that down too? What? That at 11-11, you predicted Jordan Eberle to score the first goal <laughs> for the Seattle wish. Crack? Make a wish! Like, don't tell people what your wish is, but you said that before you saw it. It happened to be 11-11. The stars have aligned. Like, Jordan Eberle is going to get the RP show bump, and he's going to now score the first goal in Kraken's history. It's just going to happen. <laughs> this or, is another one for the story. Or any one of the million Saskatchewan players on the Seattle Kraken. Right? Yeah, you know, that would be the question. Do you take the Saskatchewan players or the field? I think it'd yeah, be one of the Saskatchewan boys. Uh, <laughs> Darren Workman 
watching in Salt Lake City, Utah, says, make a wish. We just did that Jordan Eberle scores the first goal in Seattle Kraken franchise history. Or Caden Fleury, Hale Fleury, Jaden Schwartz, Cole Lind, Eberle. That's five. A quarter of their roster are from the rectangle, by the way. A quarter. I like those odds. So let's just say a Saskatchewan kid scores the first goal in Kraken history. Which, incidentally, I was down in Carlisle two weekends ago. And the fate, the sign, did you go to Carlisle? Yeah. Did you notice the sign that says home of Brendan Morrow and Jim McKenzie is quite faded? It wasn't put up yesterday. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no. We need to uh, get, Carlisle, let's get on it. We got a couple more NHL kids from Carlisle. Hayden and Kale Fleury. <laughs> is YouTube rocking today, Clark? Is it really rocking today? Yeah, what's going on over there? They're moving. Yeah, that wasn't hard. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says there's a million Saskatchewan players on all teams, it seems. Absolutely. For those that don't know or may be new to the program, Saskatchewan has more players per capita than any other province or state on the planet. NHL players from here. We're the Alabama, right, Mm -hmm. of hockey. They produce the football players. We produce the hockey players. And you wonder how I get all the scoops. Got more scoops than Ben and Jerry's, for God's sakes. It's not a joke. It's not not a joke. Oh, how about that? The poll question today, I'll say it again. I'm not sure I did read it this hour. Internet's slowing here today. Uh, what is Canada's game of the week in week four of the Canadian Football League? We've had one game foiled because of the Rona. So it's now your options, Hamilton at Montreal, BC at Ottawa, and Calgary at Winnipeg. And running away with it on Twitter is the Stamps and Bombers, 67%. Facebook, what are they saying, Moose? 73% Calgary, Winnipeg. It hasn't changed. So, uh, yeah. I think we can almost, uh, we can call this one. Pretty early. Pretty <laughs> We're early. calling it. We're calling it. The decision we desk go, is calling it. We can go to bed now? Yeah. Is this like when they called Hillary Clinton was going to be the president of the United States? We're calling it, what, two hours into a 24-hour <laughs> poll. That's right. It's a landslide. It's over. But it's, it hurts my heart that we can't go to Montreal for this home opener because we were personally invited to be there for the Ticats and the Alouettes. And one of the biggest reasons why was Winnipeg just went so well. We came back here, and I said to Moose, let's just let it breathe a little bit before we go traveling anywhere else. And we actually just lined up a live show for the worst first week of September out of this market, and then several for later on in September. That's all going to be coming down the pipe here over the next little bit, okay? So... Would like to be in Montreal. We would learn when we were there that we've got a ton of viewers out there. I just wish that they would engage a little more. I understand that we're the only interactive show on television right now that you can literally get out your phone and text the host. Who else is doing that? Oprah? I don't know. Ellen? I don't think so. You can text us right now live, 306-840-8777. Write it down, 306-840-8777. I will read your text. We got 45 minutes left. And actually, 
I'm going to take a break here right now because Arash Madani had to bump his appearance back to segment three. So we'll just take a break and come back with more of this fun and frivolity and maybe get, talk about some serious stuff if you want. <sighs> See the top comment that just came in? Mm-hmm. Go to YouTube. And, yeah. And hit rewind. Mark Zosel writes in and says, speaking of the Rolling Stones, drummer Charlie Watts has passed away. No. We covered that 16 minutes ago. That's what got us on the Rolling Stones story. Yeah, we weren't just talking Rolling Stones to talk Rolling Stones. Well, that story about Charlie Watts, he partied with Bane Nori. Did you know that? <laughs> if you weren't watching, you, would, me you wouldn't second. get it. Took you wouldn't me. get it. Took me a second. We'll come back with all of this. And as Paul Harlow says, not only do we interact with the viewers, he says, and you respond. That's great, Rod. Yes, because we're not that interesting. It's when we bring you people on, that's when it becomes a lot more fun. Hour two is brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. So, yeah. You're going <laughs> to go on the two shot, please. Come on in, Moose. We got talking in the commercial break, and he's like, I got to pee really bad. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, do we have time? Uh, what else we got to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm red. Bob's your uncle. Walk Bob's of shame. Your uncle. Haven't done a walk of shame in a while. <laughs> Been a long time. Uh, well, we got talking about these live shows uh, on location, I guess, coming up next month. And all of a sudden, boom, he didn't realize that we had to uh, go back on the air. Prairie Mobile text line. You can always reach us here. Now people are writing in because I asked them to. 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. From Jim Wagner. Morning, boys. Even better than the Stones, I party with Roddy and Dupes every day. They are just on the other side of my computer screen. Love it. Nice. Have a great day, all. Yeah, this is a big party here every day. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of live shows, from the anonymous texter from the 230, says, Rod, are you coming to Prince Albert for the season opener? 
Raiders Pats? Uh, the bracelet says one day at a time. Where's that helicopter? I'm just trying to get through today, bruh. I can't really tell you what's going to happen on October 3rd, which I believe is the date of that game. But, Darren, I don't know why we wouldn't. I mean, the beautiful thing about this show is we're off air in time to be anywhere by supper time. Mm-hmm. Winnipeg, Calgary. That's right. Uh, almost probably not Denver, but... Why would you say Denver? <laughs> why wouldn't I? Well, I just happen to be just like looking at some analytics to see where people are watching from today. and Oh, tell me more. Out. There's, they're watching in Houston. Why wouldn't they? They're watching in Denver. Hi, Denver. They're watching out east in Toronto. So they're watching in a few different places. Um, that John Denver's full of it, by the way. How yeah, they're that? watching in Quebec. They're watching all over the place. That's just on YouTube. So it's uh, oh cool. You got to show me how to do that. It's pretty cool to be able to see where they're. Watching. By the way, I said that we would get serious. Um, and we will. But uh, this gentleman, I believe, he's in Winnipeg. He says, uh, Jarvis and Robin is his name. He goes, where do you stand on Connor Bedard? See all the new viewers that are just coming in? Mm -hmm. Where do I stand on Connor Bedard? I have a Pats hat here every day. He's the greatest player to ever come through God's team. What more needs to be said? That's where I stand on Connor Bedard. And I get to broadcast his games on television. So how about that? That's pretty awesome. Paul Harlow says, uh, Kansas here. He's watching in Kansas. I got to stop. Breaking news that affects this show. And you, don't, you have no idea how. The Foley Entertainment Group announced Monday the organization's newest venture. The newly acquired Indoor Football League franchise will now be known as the Vegas Nighthawks. The Nighthawks will be the 18th current and active member of the Indoor Football League. The organization also announced that the team has hired Mike Davis as their first head coach in franchise history. Mike joins the Nighthawks after serving as the defensive line coach for the CFL's Toronto Argonauts. While most are familiar with the common protective equipment of a knight, like their armor, shield, chain mail, and jousting stick, an elusive creature played an integral role in the Knights' arsenal. The Nighthawk aided in keeping the Knights safe by scouting the battlefield, warning of danger ahead, and attacking their prey. That's where the team name came from, okay? The Las Vegas Nighthawks. Actually, it's the Vegas Nighthawks. Indoor Football League. Now, about Mike Davis, and the reason I said there's a connection to us, he's a very close friend of mine. He's the first Nighthawks head coach in franchise history. Before joining the Nighthawks, he served as the defensive line coach for the CFL's Toronto Argonauts 2019-2020. Sorry, 2020. Prior to the, joining the Argos, Davis spent 2016 to 2019 as the manager of player personnel for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Before joining the CFL, Davis had a six-year stint as the head coach of the Indoor Football League's Nebraska Danger. In his time there, Mike led his team to three consecutive conference championships, earning him a spot in the team's Hall of Fame in 2018. And before that, you've heard of the Omaha beef, right? You've heard of that? Yes. 
Mike spent five years in the Arena Football League and was assistant general manager of the Omaha Beef. He is from Blacksburg, Virginia, and he is a former Hokie, Virginia Tech Hokie. You know where they come out and touch the limestone on the way mm-hmm. to uh, enter Sandman? So anyways, Mike Davis is now the coach and I believe general manager of the Las Vegas Nighthawks. And uh, <laughs> so he called me the other day. Speaking of COVID stuff, he was 30 miles north of the Canada-U.S. border. And I said, are you nervous? You got your tests? He's like, I don't need one. I'm American, which I guess you don't need. I don't know. I don't know this stuff. I haven't traveled across the border yet. But he wanted to get our golf shirt sizes, Moose. That's what he was calling for, by the Uh. way. And so I said, I'm an XL. I said, you're a medium. Perfect. And so we'll be getting some Nighthawks gear showing up here. And as a matter of fact, I think he's going to be coming right into the bunker. I said, we'll take mini helmet, football, whatever you got, Mike. (laughs) We're the biggest Vegas Nighthawks fans here. And I took him, by the way, to uh, Deer Valley and we golfed. And when you know it, that son of a gun shot a 79 on his very first round at Deer Valley. I hate you. I know. Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg says the Hokies have the best entrance theme in U.S. college football. Gives me shivers. It might be one of the best in sports. Go to YouTube after our show and say and enter Virginia Tech Hokies entrance video. Mm-hmm. You'll be in tears. Yeah, it's life changing. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, we're just we were mentioning earlier that we are fiddling with the notion of going full time YouTube. No more Facebook. Of course, staying on Game Plus TV. Mandy says we all need to try to migrate to YouTube at the same time so we can still chat. Otherwise, it will slowly start getting very lonely in here. Uh, well, we're all part of the conversation here, right? So yeah. I, we're not saying we're leaving Facebook entirely. Just talking about it. We're talking about talking. I was just... <laughs> you knew that that was coming down the pipe. We're talking about talking. We're talking about talking. Um, yeah. Ara- you said we can go to a break now? Arash Madani joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Facebook Live for now and YouTube and 24-hour sports radio for Suds. Full service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Who knew? It's just an earth-shattering, groundbreaking day where we've talked about moving from Facebook to YouTube full-time and exclusively. James in Borden, Manitoba says, I don't mind moving to YouTube. The only reason I watch on Facebook is because I found the show on Facebook when one of my friends shared it. Been watching daily ever since. And we appreciate you. We'll kick that around more in a moment. But the Blue Jays continue a four-game series with the White Sox tonight at Rogers Center. Jays scored a run in the bottom of the eighth last night to claw out a 2-1 win in the series opener. Jose Barrios starts for Toronto tonight while Dylan Cease throws for the White Sox. And Sportsnet's Arash Madani will be all over it. He joins us on uh, video today. He's been far too long, Arash. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Roddy. How you doing, man? I'm good, good, good. Um, fantastic, actually. But I, since we last spoke, the bottom seems to have completely fallen out for the Toronto Blue Jays, and I didn't see it coming. Did you? Uh, am I correct in that assessment? 
it, it just feels like a runaway train. It feels like they're caught in quicksand. It feels like they are just absolutely lost. Mm -hmm. And yet it, it kind of is shocking, Ruddy. Like you think back to the 30th of July, they're coming home, playing, you know, in Toronto for the first time in 670 days. There was a bunch of momentum for the next, I don't know, 10 days, two weeks. And then there were, th then came a road trip, a road trip to Seattle, a road trip to Washington, and then home to Detroit. And you're saying to yourself, this is where they can really make some hay. And instead, they they completely unraveled. So, you know, yesterday I'm covering the series and it was one of those deals where you got to go talk to a vet. You know how it is when it's just, you know, going downhill and snowballing and avalanching and all those kinds of things. And Robbie Ray was saying, look, we still have 40 games to go. It's a young team with guys who haven't been through it. You have to, you know, focus in on the today. Yesterday felt like a huge win for them because the mood was tense around the ball club and just tense around the stadium yesterday. So was it a Band-Aid yesterday or is it something? Uh, we're going to find out over the next couple of days as this White Sox series unfolds. But it seems a little bit like this swoon coincided with George Springer's absence and injury. Am I right on that? Is he that important to this lineup? No, not at all. No. Look, it comes down to two things, Roddy. They have been awful with runners in scoring position. Something like six for 70. Opportunities have been there, and they just have not cashed in. Timely hitting has not been a thing. And the other is the bullpen's just been a complete utter disaster i mean i don't know how else to put it uh, they go into washington they have a game one against the nationals and then you know rocket launchers all over the place and the nationals come out with 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 wins they made four bullpen moves at the deadline thinking those upgrades would be good enough and they're not matter of fact other than jordan romano and last night tim Mesa looked look good and you know he's a lefty which helps but there are very few leverage arms the Blue Jays have that you have legitimate confidence in. So when you combine a poor bullpen performance with an inability to cash in runners in scoring position, that's what's led to this. Week four in the CFL, we waited for the COVID outbreak that has caused the postponement of a game. What is your take on the entire situation to this point? Well, based on how the injury reports have gone the, last, the first three weeks of the season, I'm surprised that uh, the Elks haven't announced that everybody was full go in practice this week. Um, I don't want to say it was inevitable because we just didn't know. To me, this is the canary in the coal mine to anybody who is on the fence about getting vaccinated. Go get your shot. Go get the needle. Let's move on with our lives. And if you do that, it'll, it's another step towards where we want to get to. Look, this is, this is not good. I mean, last year, there was not one, can there were, you know, there were rescheduled games, but there was not one cancellation of an NFL game, and that was before vaccines were available. So, look, you can't change people's minds, apparently, by providing logic to them and what health experts are saying to them. But look what's happening now. I mean, it's it, it's literally right in front of your eyes. Yeah, well, we're, we're vaccinated, and I think, the, Darren, too, fully. And I just think that, 
Let's examine this for a second. I guess there are only two teams left in the CFL that do not require proof of vaccination. Saskatchewan and Edmonton. Every other team does. MLSC now has it, as you know. The Calgary sports teams do. And I applaud Winnipeg, whether it was the province of Manitoba or Wade Miller, whomever, they were the first. And I just don't get it. I think people overestimated the amount of people that aren't going to want to get a vaccination, a rash, and the reasons haven't really been that good. I don't like to tell people what to do. I really don't, but I've got my shots, and it's kind of been life as normal for me. I'm just surprised at the backlash. I don't know if you saw it. The Oilers today also announced the same deal for Rogers Place, effective September 28th, for their first preseason game. This is happening. This is going to happen. It, Roddy, I, I thought the Riders were going to come out and be leaders with this, and they, they are not. I mean, do they have the stones to actually do this? Or are they hoping the league is going to step in and do this? They're, the silence has been deafening from, from Mosaic, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah they, 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 I mentioned this off the top of the show. They don't like to have anybody upset at them. So that's why I feel they haven't made a decision yet. Wade Miller don't care. <laughs> As you well, everybody know. around them has. Hmm? Everybody around them has in this country. Name me a professional sports franchise in Canada other than the Elks and the Riders. I mean, even when the Oilers, even the Stamps, even the Flames, I mean, we're talking about the Rocky Mountain province where they don't like being told what to do either. They've taken a leadership role in this. So, look, I mean, part of this is the Blue Jays just announced it yesterday, too. Part of this is you would think the provincial governments should come out and and be leaders on this. Apparently, that's. They're incapable. Um, So it's up to the individual organizations and it's a bad look when you're when you're basically the last ones and they are among the last ones. Mm hmm. So. Moving on from that, um, I'd like to get your take on through two weeks of the NFL preseason. How are your Vikings performing? It's been pretty quiet out of there from what I see. They're not the Cam Newton story. They're not the Trevor Lawrence story. They're not the uh, Justin Fields story. Been kind of kind of quiet in many. I'm sure you're following it. Yeah, it's kind of quiet there. Kirk Cousins made a bunch of noise because he's an idiot um, <laughs> with all his coaching stuff. Um, I'm look, I think there are a few teams this year that are going to be really fascinating to watch. One of them is how Green Bay is going to emerge out of this. Look, they were they were the bit of conversation coming well, throughout the entire offseason. What's Rogers going to do? What is he not going to do? Uh, they bring Randall Cobb back. Can Randall Cobb really play anymore? I, I'm not sure. And how is that whole dynamic going to go? I can't remember the last time I've heard so much hype about a quarterback in the division as I have for Justin Fields. When does Justin Fields become the starter in Chicago for a franchise that has not had a franchise quarterback in forever? And already the crowds are booing Andy Dalton over there. What I find interesting, Roddy, is nobody is talking about really, to me, the most intriguing team of this entire league coming into this season, and that's the Los Angeles Rams. They go make the trade for Matthew Stafford. They were in the Super Bowl three years ago. They feel like they're a quarterback away. Their defense is stacked. They added Jalen Ramsey last year. Aaron Donald's coming back healthy. I I, I really look, New Orleans has taken a step back. I don't see how Tampa can maintain the health that they did last year, you know, to be healthy down the stretch of the entire month of December, January, and into February. 
The NFC is up for grabs. And if there's a team I'm investing in, it's the Los Angeles Rams. And we haven't heard a lot about them. We've heard nothing about him other than a perceived injury to Matthew Stafford. Ray jammed his thumb really early on in training camp, but he didn't. I think he was back out the next day. There was he's he's the team, it seems like to me. <laughs> right. I guess that's why everybody held their breath in L.A. when, when they thought Stafford had injured his thumb. But. It's an interesting division out there. There's a lot of pressure on the Cardinals, as you know. There's always pressure on the Seahawks, always. And the 49ers haven't decided who their quarterback is yet. What's uh, NFC North aside, what is the most interesting and intriguing division to you in the National Football League? It's that one. It's the NFC West for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the AFC South, even though they're not a sexy division at all, because... I want to see what Trevor Lawrence can do. I think it's unfair to ask too much of him on that dreadful team with that terrible roster, but he is the number one overall pick. You know, Houston's a runaway train. Hmm. Indianapolis won't have a quarterback for five to 12 weeks, whatever that diagnosis is. And the Titans coach has COVID and they've, they've been one of the most egregious COVID teams there are, even though they're you know stacked with talent. And I also think, Roddy, the AFC East is going to be very interesting because Buffalo was a win away from the Super Bowl last year. And Josh Allen just got a bundle of money, $150 million guaranteed dollars. Josh Allen took a massive step forward. And Buffalo has now deemed him the guy. Will he be the guy again? Can he do it? Can he live up to it? Um, so those are two, and of course, Kansas City's Kansas City, right? So um, it's it's a weird season because outside of KC, I'm not sure if there's a runaway team that you could say, I really think they're definitively going to be playing you know, on the Sunday of the AFC or NFC championship game. Oh, uh, you obviously haven't seen the Dallas Cowboys yet who have not played with Dakota Prescott nor Ezekiel Elliott in the preseason or Demarcus Lawrence. So we're just resting the big guns. Listen, I wanted to get your take on the Bills' new stadium, by the way. Did the mayor of Buffalo not come out? Or, like, is there any threat of the Bills moving? I've never been to the Ralph. I assume you have. Like, what is that stadium situation? Yeah, what's the stadium situation in Buffalo? The stadium situation in Buffalo is one of the most decrepit in all of professional sports. Um but why are billionaires asking taxpayers to fund stadiums? I mean, it's fine if you're going to do that, but you're not going to charge them $200 a ticket and $12 a beer and $10 for a soft drink, right? Um, oh, wait, you are. So you know what I find amazing, Rod, is that franchise valuations in the NFL last year after next to no revenues coming in, no additional ticket revenues is what I mean, they went up like something like $250 million per team. Why aren't the billionaires paying for a stadium? <laughs> yeah. who pay for the stadium. That's what I wonder. Um, how much time you got? Because, right. well, we, I, well, just you look at this BC Lions owner, a billionaire, we're told. And yeah. now I'm sitting back. I thought the CFL was going to die, and I guess we're sitting back going, really? Maybe there's more money in the CFL than we thought. They just didn't want to use their own money. 
wasn't, to stay alive. Weren't some of the comments from the new owner about the previous owner quite intriguing when it came to investing in marketing and investing into the franchise, what you and I have been talking about for years? And because the previous owner, the late owner, had such a prominent seat around the governor's table, everyone knew, but they wouldn't say out loud what the issues were. Think about that. In 2011, at the peak of the franchise, he wanted $40 million for that thing. He never wanted to sell that thing. Um, so I'm, I'm very interested. I'm intrigued to see what this new ownership group is going to be about. Are they as invested as they say they are? I hope so. Uh, because that is such a big opportunity. BC is not a Lions market right now. It's a Seahawks market. So that's the challenge to go in there and penetrate that market. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because your boy Stephen Brunt, like a day after David Braley passed away, said all of this. And everybody was like, yeah. <gasps> but he's right. right. <laughs> He's right. And, and that's the biggest issue of all is that it just seems that many around the CFL, they say it's criticism. Um, it's the truth. I know. seem to like the truth. You got it, my man. Good seeing your face again. Loving you on the Blue Jays broadcast. Thanks for the time. You got it. Anytime, Roddy. Call. Sportsnet Sir Rashmadani joining us from downtown Natidot. Let's, we can break now, right? Let's come back for overtime, and uh, we'll get to this sports update, what's going on today, and uh, all the rest. And the Moose is here, too. You're watching the RP show. Hey, get that stretch out, Moose. On the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook, live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Uh, and the Moose, too. And uh, here we go. It is overtime. And it's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. Uh, a quick sports update. Here's what's going on on this Tuesday. Undefeated Canada faces Switzerland today at the World Women's Hockey Championship in Calgary. Canada won its opening two games by a combined score of 10-4. Toronto quarterback Nick Arbuckle, Saskatchewan quarterback Cody Fajardo, and Edmonton receiver Greg Ellingson have been named the top performers for week three of the CFL season. The New York Yankees look for their 11th win in a row when they finish off a two-game series with the Braves in Atlanta. New York won the series opener 5-1 last night, ending NL East leading Atlanta's nine-game win streak. And the American League East leading Tampa Bay Rays start a two-game series with the Phillies tonight in Philadelphia. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. Um, CBC story has just come across my phone, and it looks like... There was been a raging debate today. And by the way, this Andre Trepanier watching in Quebec says this has become the COVID show and he's out. And you guys have been arguing with him to stay. I say goodbye because we never talk about it. It's affecting all of our lives here right now. If you don't like it, beat it. Goodbye. Don't need you. 
I'm going to change what I'm going to talk about because you're pissy pants? Goodbye. Au revoir, actually, as they say en français. Um, so anyway, so in the CBC, the only two teams in the Canadian Football League who are not requiring proof of vaccination to attend games are the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Edmonton Elks. An official with the Rough Riders told CBC News Monday the COVID-19 policy remains unchanged. The team is encouraging vaccination and mask use in common areas, but it will not be required. I don't know why that is. I don't know. You, I don't know what they're thinking on a lot of things. Do you have any idea why they would not require proof of vaccine when that seems to be the going thing in sports right now? Dig it in their heels. And I, I'm just, again, not knowing the info on the inside, but don't want to give refunds away. People have bought tickets, right? So people mm-hmm. have bought tickets for Labor Day, sold out. People have bought tickets for other games. And if you put in that policy, and I, not that I've intentionally deceived you, but I'm just going to say Rod's unvaccinated. You're not. You have both your your shots, but you're unvaccinated. You bought a ticket for Labor Day. Mm. And I put in this policy, and you're going to be like, well, I bought a ticket already. I have to refund you, right? Your money. And now Labor Day is not sold out, right? So it's it's a lot of that. And how do you deal with that? it's a lot of, you know, we're upsetting people. We've already decided to upset half the population. I'm just going to say it's half. It's not. But the people who are pro-vax and think it should be mandatory that you have vaccinations to get in, we've upset those people by letting everybody in. So if we put in the policy, now we're going to upset the other half. And they've, they've kind of backed themselves into a corner and either they got to dig in now or they got to go into damage control mode, which is, okay, we're going to put in the policy, which means we're going to refund all these tickets. We're going to upset some people, but we're going to try and win some other people back. It's a lot of work, but you got to be willing to do the work to do the right thing. And, I mean, with every minute that goes by, they're taking more and more heat. And this is, this is quite a, a, I don't know, a lesson, or this is quite a, a look at how they're going to deal with this on a daily basis, mm-hmm. what, the le- what the leadership looks like, how they handle it. And very curious because they're getting heat from all across the country right now. From the viewers, Paul Harlos watching in Kansas says, love the riders, but don't agree with this decision. From James in Border Manitoba says, bad look for the riders. Uh, and... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't have an answer for them as to how to deal with it. But they have to do what they think yeah, is it's right. It's very, very confusing. Yeah. We've been talking about this throughout the program in a way. Uh, Jason Wall, watching in Winnipeg, says, hopefully the riders aren't putting money ahead of people's potential health. Let me say again, I have literally no clue what they're thinking or where they're coming from. But I applaud the Blue Bombers for being the first team to come out and say, this is what we're doing. If you don't like it, stay home. That was the implied message from the president, Wade Miller. To me, I don't know. The statement from the Rough Riders to CBC was that the policy will remain unchanged. It seems to me like they have one foot in both pools. They can't decide what to do. That's what it seems like to me. But for anybody to say, as one of our columnists wrote on the RodPeterson.com website, Brendan McGuire, he said, tens of thousands of empty seats at Mosaic Stadium the last two games tell me people don't want to go to the stadium because of COVID. No, that's just, that's just wrong. 
because they sold, they jammed the place to the rafters, the home opener, 33,000. You couldn't get another soul in there. And they're going to do the same thing on Labor Day. So people aren't staying home because of COVID. They're staying home because they got too many home games in a five-week span, four, ga- four games in five weeks. They can't afford it. It's not that they're afraid of going to the games. Come on. But that's why I said off the top of the show, and I said it to Moose a few times today, the left and even the right seem to have just argued themselves, chased their tail around their back to where they started. And I do agree with Todd Pinckney, one of our P1s here. It says it's time to move on. If you don't like the rules, don't go. Save your money. Spend at other local whatevers. And that's where I am. If you... <laughs> Because I hear this about people wearing masks now in grocery stores again and in restaurants. Order online. You can get it online. Get somebody to go. If, that's just me talking, okay? Crucify me if you want. If you're that afraid, stay home. But I've only been saying that for how long? A year? Mm-hmm. What's changed? More. Yeah. More, longer than a year. What's yeah. changed? Yeah. If you're that freaked out, don't go to the damn games. Why is this so hard? What do you have to say on this? No, it's it's true. I, I tweeted it, but, you know, don't spend time worrying about the things that you cannot control. Right. We cannot control what the rider's policy is on their games. I can control what I do, which is to choose to go to the games or choose to not go to the games. I chose to get my vax because I think it's the right thing to do, and I think that I wanted to get it, and I want to be able to do things. Yeah. Right? From my cousin Chris in Medicine Hat, get vax. Don't be stupid. Period. It comes down, it would appear, to more stubbornness than anything. That's what it's coming down to. Stubbornness. And that's not good. There are more questions here. What do we got for time, Clark? 25 seconds, that's all, huh? We'll have to carry these over to tomorrow. Where did I see the list of guests tomorrow? Uh, The voice of the Montreal Alouette, Sean Campbell. And Argos alum and current Argos color guy, Natea J. That'll be fantastic. All right. Thanks to Arash today, Dennis Bayak, and all of you for this spicy show. We'll see you at noon Eastern tomorrow here on Game Plus TV. Truth's in the coffee. It's truth serum. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.